0: This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well hey everybody, welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm your host Eric Nordoff. And today is a very special day because I get to talk to my friend, longtime friend, Bill Williams. Uh, I get to share him with you. I'm really, really excited uh, to let you hear what he has to say. He talks today about the importance of uh, helping the poor, helping the poor. He tells the story of how, how his eyes, he and his wife, uh we're open to this this idea of of helping the poor in a more intentional and deep way and and also the importance of relationships we we talk a lot about what it's like to just live your life in as a Christian as a believer and that it, we make it all too often so complicated and we really don't need to it's really really very simple so i'm going to Stop talking now, and we're going to dive into my conversation with Bill Williams. Bill, say hello to the Courage Hey,
1: welcome. An Englishman in a strange land. (laughs) It's great to be here in uh, sunny Nashville. It's almost as hot as it is in England at the moment. (laughs) It has been hot. Let's talk about that for a
0: minute. um, you're, You're about, what, 14, 15 years older
1: than me? Uh, I'd like to be only two years older than you, but yeah. you were probably right. But you sleep better than me. Yeah, I sleep eight hours a night, usually. Uh huh. If I can get more, I'll take it.
0: You're amazing
1: with yeah. the sleeping, because
0: I, I'm happy if I get six, seven hours, and you are a solid... And when you go to bed, there is no need for reading. Nope. There's no need for watching TV. Nope. You just lay down and put your head down. And go to sleep.
1: And when I stayed with you a few years ago, Uh you couldn't wake me up when the hurricane came through and you left me in the bedroom.
0: (laughs) I did. (laughs) So Bill and I knew each other, as some people say, um, when I was in another life, one of my other lives that I've led uh, as far as uh, working. um, We worked together in international space. So we were partners. I would talk, we would talk I don't know. At least a few times a week, if Easily. not if not every day. Yeah. For a, for a while there from from 2005 until maybe what is it? 2010? Two we ten, started to phase out of eleven, what we were doing. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're the one that inspired me to start my eBay and Amazon business because you started it. I'm the one to blame. You are the one to blame. You are the man behind all of it. So no, but but when I when I was distributing my music and content overseas you handled all of europe yeah and uh, i handled the us for anything you were bringing in and we were doing yeah. back in the heyday good synergy good synergy it was just great talking yeah. to you and and really to be serious you're really a father figure for me mm. and uh and i know you're a father figure for many people so let's talk about some of the um the good old days uh what were some of your favorite memories from when
1: we were were partnering together uh lots of golf lots of golf Uh, good food good friendship Uh, mixing with folks from all around the world uh, just taking on the cultural nuances of those folks yeah Uh, being able to stand around a piano and sing songs Mm -hmm. many of the Beatles songs I remember being in your house and (laughs) we had some great great food and great songs and friendship that was the big thing and friendship's always been a strong thing in the workplace often, often ignored Mm. Uh, but for us it's been a backstay for what we do
0: yeah yeah you've really you've really um modeled that for me the importance of friendship because i can get caught up as a good german does i can get caught up in just the 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 actions and the the strategy and the the systems of things Mm. and then i forget about the relationships that's that i mean I'm, i'm pretty good with people but but i tend to tend to kind of overlook that and you're you're all about relationships first yeah and you don't do that in a way that's hokey you just do that because you're you're honoring yeah Yeah. it's
1: probably part of my upbringing
0: yeah tell me about that so you grew up in
1: liverpool Liverpool. in england the home of the beatles yeah about two mile away from penny lane and strawberry fields yes yeah so I can I can sing those songs but no I wouldn't want to put your list
0: how much older is Paul McCartney than you he's about oh, 10 years older I than you I think
1: he's probably around about 70 something. 70 Yeah, yeah. I was going to say 30 because yeah. I don't feel like I'm 20 did you ever see them when they were when they played no I didn't really mm. um, but I think sometimes you know you're, you're in your hometown and they're traveling the world yeah so you just ride on the back of their fame and yeah sing the songs really uh-huh uh-huh.
0: So, uh huh. So, and you're a pretty good singer, actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, my wife says I've got a lot of natural vibrato. <laughs> Christians use that when they sing songs sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> my son is a good singer. I, I think my son's got his vocal talents from me. I hope he's not listening in. Oh, <laughs> I will definitely tag uh, but, him. But my wife was a music teacher, so she taught, taught both my children to uh, sight read music. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, before they were 10, they were sight-reading music and <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, being able to play multiple instruments, and they've gone on to do great things with music.
0: Yeah, Tim is a worship leader yeah. at your sister church, or the, the yeah, other church. Yeah, location.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's leading worshiping conferences in the UK and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, it's great to see him out there and yeah. doing that. I mean, I used to play guitar in the early days. I could manage five chords. Really? Yeah, but that was about here. Uh-huh. he's... Uh, went to music school and stretched himself. So uh-huh. he's mentoring others and uh, bringing folks on in the same way. So it's it's great to see. Yeah, he went to school for music, did he? Uh, well, he went to a big school in Milton Keynes in England, uh-huh. which was very music orientated. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, three or four lessons a week. And then he was in a jazz band, and mm-hmm. uh, which toured a few cities and things. And he he actually used to play trumpet. Really? Uh, yeah, but he when he got to about twenty-two at university, the trumpet wasn't a cool instrument to play anymore. <laughs> he either wanted to be uh, bass guitar or acoustic guitar or, or electric guitar—the one that made right. the most noise. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, that's the way it was. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> and then uh, you know he got into a little bit of writing and. Uh, has done that stuff and just gone on from there really uh-huh uh-huh so you um he's your only son you have a daughter and a son yeah I've got Anna my daughter and she's just had a well a year ago she had a first child Anna um, Freya yep. Grace and uh <laughs> I'm just so in love with my little granddaughter it's yeah. lo- lovely uh feeling mm-hmm. um, they say one of the great things is when you've had enough you can hand them back to their yeah. Others is that does, that, does well, that I've never wanted to do that yet. Yeah. You know? Does
0: yeah. that ring true for you though? Is it, uh you just
1: you just can't stand, can't spend enough time with her? Yeah. It's a new season of life. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids left and got married, and they both got beautiful husbands, beautiful wife, and mm-hmm. uh, our household, uh, Lizzie, my wife, and I just had it to ourselves for a few years, and now the house is filling up with toys for Freya, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a great 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 feeling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and you're you're looking good you're fit you've always been good looking
1: uh, I don't want to boast Yeah
0: I mean you have that's what we, that was our nickname for each other's hey good hey, looking, good looking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've had many good golf rounds together so let's uh let's talk about that for a minute so we yeah. played um, we played some golf a couple days ago Yeah and uh how hot was it for you is it a little too hot for you
1: Too hot for an Englishman mhm yeah but we managed but we were dr- drunk copious amounts of water. Yeah, I know. And there was one Which, spot yeah. where we didn't have any water. No, it it was ran all out. out. Yeah. But, but we managed. We did. You yeah, did well. it was thoroughly
0: enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. We played with Caden and, and um, yeah. Craig Hendrick. Hmm. So, um, so Bill, last night we uh, went, it was a, not something that we had planned, but Chrissy mm-hmm. was invited to, a, um, to just a prayer meeting and uh, kind of a spirit-filled, time yeah. and she invited us over as well mm. and uh, you graciously replied well as long as it's uh you know it ends on time
1: <laughs> or something <laughs> i hate long meetings
0: <laughs> so you're a pastor you're a pa- you're an elder
1: yeah i'm an, a, I'm one church. of the le- leaders in a large church in milton Keynes. so yeah. we're about 700 folks so you've been to these kind of meetings before uh for 40 odd years i've been going to meetings that yeah. go on too long <laughs> i say that Jokingly. jokingly, I
0: know, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, so when you went, um, uh, tell, let's talk about what happened because uh, the lady started praying.
1: Yeah. Or speaking.
0: Yeah. Tell 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 um, everybody about that. Well, I, I
1: I mean the first thing that occurred to me, and it, and it does wherever I go is that I I always look for a heart of worship. Mm. Uh, I'm always trying to sense uh, the spirit of God being in whatever place the meeting's in. Mm. And, um, I'm a sensitive type of guy that way. And as soon as, uh, worship started, I just felt the presence of God. Mm. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I never grow bored of sensing that God is there in the room. Yeah. Um, and then once you understand that and you settle into that one, you get renewed yourself. Um,
0: because there's always that anxiousness when the first...
1: Well, I'm a visitor of, in a strange land, So it's right. my first time in someone's house. Yeah. Uh, we, we were in the middle of a storm. So this guy who I'd never met came out with an umbrella to, right. to, to run us up the, to the porch. Right. And then I'm left in the house while time. Eric's...
0: While I'm waiting com- for him to come while, back.
1: While Eric waiting to come back. And I'm in this house with 20 or so people that I've never, ever <laughs> met in my life. Beautiful house yeah. and great people. Yeah. But it's difficult just to go into. You got to settle a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Plus there was this cat eating all this food.
1: Yeah. And I'm not a great fan of Cats. cats. Right. But I was just wondering who was going to have the first bit of food after the service was over. After the cat had enjoyed himself thoroughly,
0: so during worship, we're trying to focus on worship and yeah. keep looking over, and the cat is jumping up on the,
1: yeah, we all were, the food. We were looking out. for a word from the Lord for the cat, like, <laughs>
0: like scram, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was funny. Um, but yeah, and then uh you know worship was was phenomenal and Yeah, it was interesting because the lady that was sort of leading <coughs> then asked Chrissy to kind of start to sing cuz Chrissy was spontaneously yeah. Yeah. worshiping and and uh, and then she started giving words the the woman mm. um started giving words for people you yeah. know she spoke over a few people yeah. and then she pointed to you and said what's his name and I said
1: Bill and she mm. goes
0: Bill yeah. Mr. Bill yeah come on up here
1: and, and she, that's what folks call me, Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. Mm. Yeah. And um, it was awesome. Yeah, I was humbled. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm a pastor and I can be arrogant about who prays for me and, and that. But um, I've learned over the years to be still enough to uh, uh, be gracious enough to let people pray over you, pray over me and yeah. prophesy over me. And um,
0: Is that hard for you? Because you're always the one that seems to be prophesying. Well, sometimes
1: stuff. leaders put themselves in a place where they think that, you know, they're above that. Yeah. And I hold what I do lightly. Yeah. Um, and I'm always open to hear from God. And and the lady was astonish, astonishingly uh, on the nail with uh, her prophetic words over me and... Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, you know, she picked out some of my characteristics and she's never met me before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, you dial in on those things and you think, yes, uh, it's time for me to listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's time for me to be renewed by uh, what clearly was coming from God. Yeah. So I felt deeply encouraged. In fact, I was very emotional uh, about it because uh, I understand the love of the Father, uh, and, you know, you think you just walk into someone's house where you've never been in before, and yeah. the father's there anyway, mm-hmm. but then he speaks again, mm-hmm. uh, and he just clarifies um, uh, what, you know, I should be doing, uh, and that, that really encourages me to, you know, to push on and do what I... I um, I want to be naturally supernatural. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, just, so in I just... In other words,
0: opposed to... Forcefully supernatural or trying to make the supernatural happen. try and make something happen, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I I hate that, yeah. You and, can sense uh, that pretty quickly. I, I never want to manipulate, yeah, people or situations for um, personal gain, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, so then you came out of it and and she gave you the floor. She she said, Yeah, that, she basically said, <laughs> I feel like you want to, there's a few things you. you you should say to us yeah and and basically little did we know that this would be the the core message of the night um, in yeah. my opinion maybe yeah. for me it was but I, i'm pretty sure for everybody else as yeah. well yeah so if you don't mind just share some of those things that yeah. god laid on your heart when you were
1: well uh in in my home church uh we are passionate about empowering Uh, the Christians in the church to be more active in the marketplace, the places that they work, uh, whether they're teachers or whether they're doctors or nurses or truck drivers. um, We feel that God can move even more powerfully in the marketplace than he does in regular church meetings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so we teach and mentor our people to do that. And we try and do it ourselves. And as a leader, um, I've been trying to do that to set an example for folks. So I can't um, preach or teach the people to say, oh, you must go out and evangelize without me going and doing it myself. Right. So I don't want to ask people to do something that I wouldn't want to do myself.
0: Yeah, but your idea of evangelizing is very different than I think what most people say. Most people think that evangelizing is you need to convert them, you need to pray for them, and, and ask them if they
1: know Jesus yeah. right off up front. It's completely back to front. It's wrong. It's the opposite. Um, uh, uh, again, we have a saying, uh, people need to belong before they believe. Yeah, Relationships are key in reaching out to people who don't know Jesus, who come from different cultures, Yeah, who come from different countries. Mm-hmm. And in some way, we need to understand and discover... Um, uh, who those folks are and what their you know what their lives are like yeah um and and the best way to do that is to reach out and give them time to chat to you and and do things like that
0: yeah well so so you just started sharing what was on your heart some of the stories yeah. that that um were were bubbling up for you yeah of of how you have done that
1: yeah um, yeah. so talk about that so um um my wife and I are passionate about working with the poor um and it's a big, big issue in the UK. It's a big issue in countries all around the world. Has it always been that way for you or is it something recent? Because I don't remember no, you
0: really working with the poor until no. about five, three, four, five years ago. Well, somewhere.
1: my wife and I went to Brazil um, to visit some friends who were working in the favelas who were helping the poor. And um, we were there for two weeks and went into the fa- favelas on a good What's number a of favela? days. What's a favela? favela is just a tin hut that they build okay. where electricity is illegally piped in and water but there's thousands and thousands of people who live in those places it's highly dangerous yeah, uh, because the drug lords work out from the uh, flavellas and things and uh, um, so the work out in Brazil uh, which is part of the Eagle Project um, uh, they were just reaching out to people and children who've got no fathers, mothers who live on the streets who've got no clothes. Um, And my wife and I were deeply touched by what we saw. Uh, In fact, my wife probably, Liz, my wife was probably more touched by what she saw than I was. uh, Because I think I was, uh, because I was a leader in the church, I had other things going on. Uh, But my wife came home and has never been the same since. So... Um, in Milton Keynes, where we live, which is a city of about 250,000 people. She works, uh, on a weekly basis with the poor. So we reach out to them. Uh, we have winter night shelters from November through to March, the coldest months where, uh, we have 750 volunteers in the, in the city, uh, uh and all, uh, sorts of different churches from every denomination all working together to look after and feed the poor, Mm -hmm. make sure that they can have a shower, fresh clothes. Clean, Um, clean up. Yeah. um, And uh, a lot of folks uh, are alcohol, drug dependent. They've had terrible things happen in their lives. And at first they don't need anyone to preach at them. Uh, They just need to be hugged and helped Mm -hmm. uh, and appreciated and so mm-hmm. um i think that's where you know i i get involved because um friendship is key for me and things and mm-hmm. i just enjoy playing pool with these guys mm-hmm. um and and, and, we, and we just we just we just help them out so that was uh the start of um a journey for us and a new new way of reaching out to folks um so now uh, my wife and i we go shopping usually we bump into some homeless folks that hmm. need a coffee or a haircut or something like that and we we take them to a hair salon to get their hair cut and buy them a few toiletries and that type of thing
0: so just when you're out and about and yeah. you, you see you yeah. see someone and yeah and you yeah. might have met them before or noticed them or or didn't have yeah. them. yeah yeah well because
1: they come through the night shelter and and what do you um, just
0: you just say hey Oh yeah. You know? Well, they usually hey. come up
1: and give us a hug or a handshake oh. or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they, you know, they haven't eaten, we take them for a bit of food. Yeah. But then I was running a, a men's group in the church, and uh, huh. the Bible is a really important thing in my life, so I don't dismiss the Word of God. But I got really bored with sitting with a bunch of men talking about the same thing all of the time. Yeah. And there was no practical application to the spiritual things that were coming into our lives. So I decided um, outside of what my wife was doing was to take all of these men up into the city center and take some flasks of soup and sandwiches um, and trust the Holy Spirit to lead me to people who needed food and soup that night. And um, some of the guys were really excited about it and some of the guys were really uh, scared about it because mm-hmm. they'd never done that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so we would meet up in the city center on a Wednesday evening, Mm -hmm. uh, gather at the back of my car Mm -hmm. and say, well, Holy Spirit, you've told us to come and look after the poor and reach out to them. So we're here. Mm -hmm. So I don't know which path to take. I don't know which part of the shop and center to go in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would you lead us and take us to Mm -hmm. the people? And uh, I can honestly say that uh, every time that we we went up there, we bumped into a whole bunch of people that just needed some food and some soup, mm-hmm. uh, and someone just to talk to. And yeah, uh, and it empowered the guys um, that I took with me. To it, uh, you, sometimes we make these things very very difficult. Yeah, and they're not. It just needs a small little bit of obedience. Uh, you are nervous. Yeah. But you soon get over that, and right? Then, and then when you build relationships with them, um, it's great. Yeah, um.
0: yeah. I think that's. Uh, it's just. Um, it's so simple. Yeah, when you when it comes down to it, yeah, it doesn't doesn't need to be overcomplicated, uh. and, and and especially here in this county, you may or may not know, but mm. Williamson County is one of the wealthiest. Mm. It probably happens in the wealthiest counties more yeah. than anywhere. Yeah. Is we just don't. Um, we're so consumed with having more and yes. making more, and yeah. do we have enough? Yeah, we're trying to, we're almost trying to serve money in a different way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and what what I came away with from your message yesterday mm-hmm. was, um, you can never give, you can never outgive God. Yeah, you can, you can never yeah. give mm-hmm. more, and 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 feel like you're you're not going to receive yeah. so much more. Yeah. In your heart, yeah, spiritually, and you're. It's almost like those holes are filled that have been empty for so long. Yeah, when you give of yourself and yeah. you serve unselfishly, yeah.
1: I think I felt last night uh, a lovely group of people full of the spirit of God, and I I felt well uh, before I got prayed for that I was sitting there that I thought, hey, these people could take what they've got that's happening in this room and give it to people out on the streets. Yeah, And um, I felt right to encourage folks to do that. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the presence of God, be refilled, but take it out onto the streets. And Don't I, just leave it there. Yeah, I have an old saying, uh, what you hold on to, you lose. Mm. And what you give away, you multiply. Yeah. And uh, the more you give away, uh, the more you put your faith on the line, the more that God is going to honour you and bless you and and raise you up to be the person that uh, you should be. Yeah, a lot of people are scared to do that. Well, it is like stepping out of the boat, isn't it? It's, it's very uncomfortable it's stepping into the unknown. But mm-hmm. someone, uh, you know, at the end of the uh, uh, prayer time, told me that there's thirty thousand people homeless in Nashville. Oh yeah. So there's plenty of room in church buildings to take those folks in and see folks transformed. Yeah. No doubt, um, and then another part of my uh, reaching out to folks is I love Muslim people, mm. and so many books and things are being written about Muslims being, you know, stay away from them. Yeah, don't, oh yeah, st- don't, don't stay away. I some of my best conversations are with Muslims, and mm. most of them that I um, uh, mix with and are friends with uh, work in Indian restaurants. Uh, in my hometown, mm-hmm. uh, I've been going to the same Indian restaurant for 22 years. Every Saturday, you every said? Saturday night, and I'm still you good look, looking. You look in ship shape, but I go at 5:30 uh, in the evening, mm-hmm. uh, just as the restaurant opens, so it's quiet, and I built relationship with all of the uh, well, the owner and all of the waiters. So they look forward to a conversation with me, and uh, we have a good laugh, and I encourage them and. Uh, one guy, um needed a microwave for his flat for his wife, a new baby, and didn't have the money to buy one. And God's very practical. Yeah. I thought I'd pick him up a cheap one. And God said, no, don't be stingy. Go out and buy him a proper new one mm. and put it in a box so that mm. they can use. And, mm. and that just speaks volumes to folks and uh uh there's been guys that have gone through there with some marriage difficulties and Mm -hmm. culturally uh how they treat women is uh, differently to the culture i come from Uh, but through friendship you can talk to them and say don't treat women like that Mm -hmm. don't treat your wife like that yeah look after them and
0: well tell about that story about the yeah the one man who yeah uh, uh
1: so there's one particular guy i won't i won't say his name but um Uh, that has been working in this restaurant and he he married a a lady from Eastern Europe, uh, had a baby. Um, They were living in uh, a very small room in the town where I live and finding life very, very difficult. And uh, because of the culture he came from, uh, the way that he treated her wasn't uh, uh, good. And in the end, she... uh, left home while he was at work and took the baby and went back to Romania. Mm. Uh, to to be uh, away from. Uh yeah, she didn't want she said she's not coming back. So mm-hmm. and he loved his baby and was devastated that she'd gone, but more devastated that she'd taken the baby as well and the likelihood of him seeing the baby ever again had gone away. So he called me and told me what happened. So I said, well, hmm. your night off is Monday. This was the Sunday he called me. His night off is, he gets one night off a week on a Monday. So I said, I'll take you for some dinner Monday mm-hmm. and we'll we'll chat about it. So in the course of the evening of eating some good spicy chicken with him, um, I just try to help him from a friend's point of view and give him some hints about how he might... Um, repair the relationship if his wife came back and he said to me she's not going to come back so i said well you know i'm a christian Mm -hmm. um uh, i'm going to pray that your wife and child comes back so i'm glad to report that just two weeks ago they invited me round for tea uh she's back the baby's back they're back Mm -hmm. together as a family Mm -hmm. and um uh, he was talking to me again about how he should handle discipline in bringing the baby up. So mm-hmm. my Christian principles just kick in and what I've taught and learned from the Bible and people and mixing with people. Um, all of that just comes out in a natural way. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, I don't need to lay hands on him to, right. to do that. It's just, yeah. You just can be yeah. who God made you to be. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just so important. Yeah. That's me. That's me. That's where I where I come from yeah yeah and I I just I have a passion to see people in the church do exactly the same thing Mm -hmm. go out and make friendships yeah so people need to belong before they believe yes
0: yes that is a that is a good word yeah that's a good word Mm. well Bill um, thanks for just taking a few minutes before we head off and get you on to your business for some marketplace work that you're that you get to do yeah Sell some more Christian books, yeah. license some more content. Yeah. As you always do. Yeah. Make relationships.
1: Yeah. Maybe I can close out with a little challenge for your listeners. Let's do it. Here's the challenge for me, too. Yeah. Uh huh. How about reaching out to the poor where you live in some simple way? Mm hmm. Uh, take two or three friends, go in the car, pray before you go, take some soup and sandwiches, coffee. Coffee. Uh, and uh and see how powerfully God will move,
0: yes, I like that this morning, as I was thinking about our our your your message last night, mm-hmm. um I was thinking about you know my small town here where where I live you know where where's the homeless mm-hmm. where are the homeless showing up or where are the homeless showing up in maybe the county that i'm in mm-hmm. and uh and you challenged the men uh there, yeah. yeah. Uh, and everybody there yeah. to to
1: do the same thing. Yeah, travel a few miles, you'll find them. You will find them. Yeah,
0: and you even said go in places maybe where mm. where they're not bunched up.
1: Yeah, you know. I, I think uh, you know one thing that we've learned back at home is that um, uh, we uh, w- when we take them uh, the homeless in for uh, uh, where the place that they can sleep. Yeah, we limit the amount of numbers that come in because uh, if you have more of them than you have volunteers and helpers, right. it, it can be very difficult. Yeah, So you have to use wisdom. Uh-huh. So you won't, uh, you know, you don't go walking into an area where they're dealing drugs uh, right. and there's more of them than you. Mm-hmm. You don't take your young children with you because th- yeah. they become vulnerable. Right. You don't send single women in on their own. Right. If it's all men, if it's women, yes, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tend to just mix it up. And so there's women and, and men. Um, and these folks are battling with drug addiction and alcohol addiction. Yeah. Uh, and some of them have actually, you know, a, a year or two back had homes and were businesses but fell mm-hmm. into difficult times.
0: And you don't know that until you hear their story. Uh, absolutely. You don't judge them. No. In the beginning. No. You don't need to. No. You yeah. just love them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you give them basic basic needs and provide and listen. Yeah. And ask questions and yeah. and, and build relationship. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. That's what
1: love in the kingdom of God looks like. Yeah. So wherever you are listening in, mm-hmm. the challenge is go help the poor. Go help the poor. Yeah. I Get like the it. support of the people in the church. Mm-hmm. Don't set it up as uh, a big ministry right. that you've developed. Yeah. And go with a humble heart. Yeah. And the Spirit, How can I serve? Spirit of God will be with you, and you'll see miracles on the streets. And your own holes will be filled. Yeah. Be naturally
0: supernatural. I love it. Natural. That's that's probably what I'm going to call this. Bill Williams, naturally supernatural. I love it. All right. Bless you, Bill. Thanks for the time. Great to have you on the podcast. Great here. My friend. Thanks, man.